Maybe you should go and do some contemplating. This is Rachel McElroy. Sorry, I put down, I slammed down the cap of this Super Water Zero right as you introduced yourself authoritatively. Go ahead, give it a second shot. <laughs> Hi. Hi, this is Rachel. Hi, this is Griffin. I got so excited for a refreshment from Super Water Zero, our sponsor this week on Rose Buddies. <laughs> Welcome to Rose Buddies. Uh, this is going to oh be. Oh my God, so many vitamins. This is going to be one hell of a week. Holy shit. What an important episode. Not just for the Bachelor, Bachelorette franchise, but also for, I would go ahead and say, just television and like how, how we even view race as a construct. There, there are certain things that happen every year on The Bachelor. There are things like backbiting, tears. Uh, some drama, but this episode, I just, it was extreme. The racial, and let's call them what they were, which was overtones, um, were so, they, they, they hung in the air, like, you know, um, in the Harry Potter movies, whenever they would have dinner in that dope-ass dining hall, and there were those magic candles floating in the air, that was like, what racism was in this episode of The Bachelor <laughs> that we just watched. That's Super Water Zero. It really gives you a new it plane. Gives me, it gives me thinking power. That's mm-hmm. right. Um, uh, let's just let's just put the fucking tiger on the table and yell at it. Well, there was a part in this episode, and what's this well, is this will be. Do you want to get there naturally, or do you want to? This just is break you know it? how on The Bachelor they show like this time on The Bachelor, and they show what's <laughs> up. We should do that on Rose Buddies. Yeah. Okay. Our Bachelor, our I guess the protagonist. The male protagonist of of the series, um, Ben Higgins, says the words in this sentence. And again, we'll work our way back to how he said it. I ain't that white. Yes. If you haven't watched the show, I guess it's important information you know. He's extraordinarily, completely, and absolutely astonished. Have I said astonishingly? Mm-hmm. He's, he's a white man. Uh, another spoiler. Lace reveals a tattoo... Uh, and right after revealing the words on that tattoo, she makes an exit. Yeah, she dips. Which and the is, tattoo is, the tattoo itself is, I mean, it just makes. It's pretty incredible. It makes her whole art. Uh, final, sp- final spoiler, Rachel and I got three points in our fantasy team this week. Yeah. Three points, which is probably like a, a new low. Yeah. For the whole, like, series of, of fantasy. Let's get into it. Let's Yeah, it let's go chronological and let's just go really, Shit. really quick. Lauren B. gets the first solo date. Lauren B. is the flight attendant. We had strong feelings about her, and yeah. she has a really great date with him. There um, is a biplane. There is a hot tub. There is a There's band. a hot tub. Let's talk about this hot tub, because this hot tub was um, – it, it represented a sort of magical realism, which I really appreciated <laughs> existing in The Bachelor, because they were in the middle of a fucking valley that they just flew a biplane into. Uh, and then in the middle of the valley, in the middle of nowhere, there was a hot tub. Mm-hmm. How did it get there? Who would put it there? Where did the water come from? How did it get hot? What's it plugged into? They're in the middle of a fucking valley. Yeah. Was there another bigger biplane carrying the hot tub right behind them? <laughs> I'm going to say this straight up. Their shit was cute. Yeah. They they seemed to be really, really into each other. You remember last seat, last Bachelor um, with uh, Chris, Chris Soules? When he had Whitney, and they went on their first date, and they crashed at a wedding, and I was like, hey, guys, I turned to the room. Hey, guys, I said, 
their shit's cute and what happened they well she won but it didn't work didn't work out but still (laughs) i got the eye for it here's the cute moment uh and we won't spend too much time on this date because there were a lot more things happening but lauren b and ben are having the non-meal where they sit in front of a plate of food and don't eat it and he's talking about his family he starts talking about his dad and like a heart condition that his dad had and lauren b who'd seemed kind of nervous most of the date says i really want to meet your parents like in a real sincere a really way. sweet genuine way and then she, she kind of like, got nervous about yeah. it like oh i know what that means that means i'm here to the final three and i'm making a big play and she's like oh i didn't mean to be weird and he was like no no no. and he, they like both seemed real happy she's gonna win it. this season of the bachelor that's straight up. And if we didn't believe that, we wouldn't have drafted her in our fantasy league redraft. I think that might be an ongoing Rose Buddies thing is that we talk about our fantasy <laughs> yeah, league. Don't and ever. Never explain it. <laughs> don't ever reveal um, how it But works. yeah, their shit's cute, which is nice. We needed a bright point in this mm-hmm. episode of just like fucking putting adversity up on the shelf and taking a good long look at the adversity. <laughs> uh let's let's go let's go quick let's go to the group date the group date the only thing that stood out to me at the group date was first of all emily is the greatest soccer player possibly of our generation yeah so it's a soccer date there's two women from the u.s national team they all play they they break mia Mia ham Mm -hmm. and that's not true mia beef yes (laughs) beautiful uh so there's there's a lot of real you didn't know that they were on the World Cup team together, U.S. All-Pro World Cup team, 1999, Mia Hamm and Mia Beef, and Mia Beef was the goalie, and get this, she was enormous, but she was very lithe, and she hated soccer balls, and what, so she would position? attack them. So I like it better if they were on opposing teams, because then Ham could yell at Beef, Pork, it's what's for dinner. No, they were sort. They sort of had a whole meat team because then there was, uh, there was Mia, Sam. This is stupid. This is dumb. <laughs> they played soccer against each other, and nobody had ever like seen a soccer we're ball. We're talking about the date now. Yes, they they broke the women on the date into two teams, made them play each other. Said the winning team got time with Ben. The losing team had to go home immediately. So the stakes were high. Emily did a great job as the goalie of the Stars team. I do want to say, if there was one woman that won the soccer date in Ben's eyes, it was sports. Yeah, he loves sports. Sports is Ben's favorite, and it's almost wonderful. Watching this episode and that particular part of it kind of like nailed it down for me, like what Ben is and what Ben represents. And it actually made him a little bit more enjoyable in my eyes yeah. until, of course, he did say, I ain't that white later on. More on that later. Um He's like that, you know, in high school, and there were the jocks. You weren't a jock. No. I was taking a shot in the dark there, but I was pretty sure. I was on track one year of high school. You're fucking kidding me. What did you do? I I mean, I ran. I was on track. But there's like hurdles. I did some low hurdles. Yeah, see? For a brief period of time. But you were mostly like distance or sprint, or what was it? I wanted to be a sprinter, but I was more distance. I've said that about you. Mm -hmm. People are like, that Rachel. I'm like, yeah, she puts in the work. She's she's in it for the long haul. They're like you should marry her. It's like I already did. <laughs> Next uh, week on track buddies. <laughs> anyway, Ben reminds me of like because I I knew some of the jocks. I went to like church with some of the jock guys. <laughs> that was your in. That was my in. And there was there's a, I feel like everybody at high school always has that one like super popular jock person that's also like really nice to you. Yeah, it's like makes his way to like say hey. Yeah, and like. 
I feel like that's Ben. ben. Cuz he's like not the he's obviously not the most charismatic person. But he's very he makes it he makes a lot he puts in His a lot enthusiasm. of effort. At one point the game was tied. Both women had the same amount of points and he was so sincerely excited. Well, that's different. That's not him being a nice guy. This motherfucker loves sports <laughs> so much. The, these women who have meant nothing to him at this point have begun Partici- have begun uh, uh, having a conversation with his Emily, favorite woman of all time, sports. Emily, who is one of the twins, not the twin that we had drafted, uh, the one that I liked, she made a couple great saves in goal, and Ben ran over and hugged her, not as like a flirtatious play, but like a real sincere, like, well, that she was had, incredible, she, my dude. She had some sports on her, yeah. and he wanted to, like, touch it. He wanted to touch the sports. He wanted to touch the sports to have and hold the sports. <laughs> Um, Rachel also gets hurt. Rachel got hurt. She like sprains her ankle or something. Yeah. Sports was not kind to her. No. So that sports, she can be fickle. You never know when she's going to favor you or not. That's why Ben can't, can't hold her and love her. It's tra- It's fucking tragic is what it is. Cause they, they are perfect for each other, except that one is more of like a, an abstract concept. Yeah. Um, boy, so, he loves sports so much. So There's it some- was stars versus stripes. Stripes win. Olivia is on the winning team. She gets to spend a little more time with Ben. She does some pretty great shit in the post sesh, the post hang sesh. The stars have to go home. This is, this is the bitter taste of defeat. Uh, Stripes win, and Olivia immediately grabs him and takes him, takes her up to her, her room and, like, waves at all the women from the balcony, like, hey, what's up? We're higher up than you are. Mm-hmm. Later on, she doesn't get the rose, but she's consoled by the fact that as he stands up, <laughs> Ben uses her leg to, like, to, like, lift himself out of his chair. And she's yeah. like, and that's how I know. We have, like, our own little secret language, ignoring the fact that he did definitely also use another woman's leg. He used a yeah. two-prop system, two points of leverage. Amber, Amber gets the rose that night because mm-hmm. she goes in for some smooches and she's victorious. Um, the other thing that happens is that some of the girls trash talking about Olivia gets back to Olivia. Oh, my God. The trash talk is fire. They, they're they talking about specifically the toes on her feet and the breasts on her chest. And, and her ankles apparently at some point. Yeah, and then and then I can't remember which woman goes back to her and like Jami, I believe it oh, is. Oh, it was Jami. Uh and Olivia is just like, "Well, I know. I know my toes are terrible, but you just you can't worry about that. You know, perfection is not interesting." No, she said perfection is <laughs> perfection is lame. I love my weird toesies. What are you fucking talking about? Also, how did none of the women talk about the fact that she can fit like five whole adult hands in her mouth? <laughs> her mouth has not come up. Talking about her breasts, that's fucked up. Yeah. She fucking cooled that shit down. Talking about her toes is hilarious and amazing and keep doing that every time. Like this this episode got fucking surreal. Yeah. It got weird. I thought I was way drunker than I actually was while watching this mm-hmm. episode. But yeah, somebody tattles on the other women because and Olivia in in is the only good Olivia moment for this episode is like, they were talking about my toes? <laughs> Two more things that happened on that date. Oh, my God. Uh, ben stands up, and when he stands up, he's like, all right, good day, everybody. Sleep tight. Which was just the, the coachiest coach thing to ever say. And yeah. then uh, Jami says, Ako Taco. Oh, that was, well, that was in reference to Jubilee, the solo date. Uh, because she was being oh, Ako Taco. Okay. All right. Your well, anyway. note your notes are just arranged like a yeah. lunatic. <laughs> I'm looking at them. They're arranged on a, uh, like 23 different lines. 
Um, <laughs> and like four columns. It's, snake, it's, it's completely it's snake, inscrutable. So it goes down here and then goes up okay. this uh, way. So yeah, so, the, so. The, I wanted to touch back though on Olivia's secret language of touch because it also happens at the end. Olivia gets the final rose uh, of the rose ceremony and he like comes in on the group hug on everybody's oh, like, yeah. hey, we're going to Las Vegas. And she's like, he left his hand on my hip just a second too long. And that's how I know that he's going to have three kids with me and two boys and one girl. That's that's some high school stuff, though, to be honest. Like that. She's 20. Friends, is she 23? There's a 23 year old in the mix. I that don't know. Be. But my, my friends in high, in high school would do that. We would debrief after every exchange and try and identify the secret clues we got. That indicated the person was interested in us. Yes. So that's that's not completely crazy behavior, but it is pretty juvenile. Yes. All right. Let's talk about Jubilee. Jubilee. This Jubes. is this is Jubes. Jubes, as somebody called her. <laughs> I, I I don't even know where to fucking start with it. Like, it was such a surprising. I didn't I didn't think about Jubilee like at all. Uh, because like just because she didn't like get any screen time whatsoever in the past two episodes, and in this one she became like one of my favorite contestants well, like right. ever in the show's history ever because she was laying out some real shit right before the date. She's confiding in JoJo. Is that what we decided? Yes. And and she's saying, you know, I can't fit in here. You know, all the women here are types, and I just can't be that type. And she's, like, 100% certain, like, I'm not going to get a solo date. And yeah. I was there in the audience, like, yeah, probably not. Like, yeah. it's probably going to go to, like, one of the, like, front runner, like, because that's how it works. Like, there's maybe six women that, like, he mm-hmm. talks to a bunch, and that's who he gives it to. Jubilee, like, don't, like, get your hopes up. And she gets it. She has, like, a really wonderful reaction where she stands up and loses her mind and then apologizes to everybody in the room. And from there, like, that is well, when the shade she begins. Starts, she starts to panic a little bit because yeah. she knows that she can be awkward or taco, as Jami would say. Um, did Jami go home? No. Oh, okay. no, she did. She did. You're right. Son of a bee. You're right, because on her exit, she says, I know not to expect anything from humans. I'm going to get a bunch of cats That's now. right. Um, what a cyber woman. A lot yeah. of... Uh, we have to circle back on my... Dr. Love theory that he's creating contestants on this show from, mm-hmm. I don't know, from, from Soylent, <laughs> bubbling them out rose of petals? rose petals, Soylent, and wires. Throw those in a big <laughs> cauldron. Johnny comes out. Kaila 001 comes out. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, so she, she's like having a full blown panic attack about to go on this date. Mm-hmm. She gets dressed wearing, I think, a pretty badass look with some sweats yeah. with a drawstring. Yeah. Um, Comes out and like all the women are like, "So are you excited?" And she's like, "Yeah, I guess, I guess so." She's like really nervous. She's like, "Helicopter." Uh, she says, uh, "Yeah, I guess so." He is like twenty minutes late though, which is like fucking awesome. Like, yeah, I heard right? that. I was like, "Yeah, he is twenty minutes late." Probably that's fucked up, Jubilee. Good on you. And then like a helicopter. Co- she Ben shows up and is like, "So are you excited?" And she's like, "No, no, no, whatever, whatever." <laughs> like joking. Yeah. Well, no, the helicopter lands. Yeah. She starts to get real nervous. And she says, like, does anybody else want to go on this date? And that fucking sets every other woman <laughs> in the house on fire from inside. It's like a Salem witch trial situation. They are all of a sudden all united in the fact that Jubilee does not appreciate It's the most innocuous joke. Any any sane human yeah. being would know this is joking. And I sat there thinking, like, well, all these women are just, like, looking for a gap in the armor that they can, like, exploit. Like, well, she doesn't. She's not here for the right reasons because of this single thing that she said once. I'm starting to wonder if it isn't, like, a Stockholm Syndrome mm-hmm. type thing where, like, you're locked in a house for weeks at a time. 
you can't like talk to any of your loved ones or family members. You can't read the newspaper. Yeah. All your life is is this one person. And then maybe it does get to the point very, very, very quickly where if another person isn't like under this same magic spell that you're under, yeah, they have to they have to be just fucking crucified. You know, it's interesting to watch the show and play it as a game of points because that is so what the women in the house are doing. Yeah. They're just like, I got seven minutes with him this week. I got one kiss and one hand pat. And here Jubilee is going to get, you know, 87 minutes with him yeah. and maybe 17 hand pats and she doesn't appreciate it. And it's, it's, fu- it's fucking <laughs> it's clown shoes. And usually like week one, that happens maybe week two that happens yeah at this point in the ball game like usually they're over that shit yeah but there's this episode was so insane because first of all jubilee like floored me out of nowhere i have a new front runner and lauren b almost our whole team went home which sucked yeah Uh, but also it sort of established that nearly every woman in the house is fucking terrible Mm -hmm. on like a really like i don't want i don't want to sound like patronizing when i say that i mean it from the bottom of my heart like the stuff they were saying about jubilee was wretched to be fair though i mean let's talk a little bit about the date on that date they go to this mansion they have caviar jubilee reveals that she she spits out hot dogs she she spits out her caviar and says what do you what food do you like she's like hot dogs he's like really he's like yeah i'm obsessed with hot dogs i was like fuck yeah you are they're amazing They're amazing. Soft bread, choose your own condiments, encased meat. And I think, I mean, I think what happens on that date that none of the women know about is that Jubilee reveals that she has this incredibly tragic past. According to her, her whole family is dead. Yeah, she has no, like, blood relatives that are alive. That was like, when she said, my whole family died, I was like, what does that mean? And she said, I'm literally the last person in my bloodline. It's like, fuck me. And she's also a military veteran. I mean, the woman has maybe... The most admirable story in that she is even like a functioning human being. But divorce all that from the from the date and from Jubilee the person. She's the only person I, I really liked Kayla, Kayla Zero Zero One, in the yeah. first two episodes that we watched. I really liked her solo day. I was like, Oh, she's so cute. Watching Jubilee like interact with Ben to yeah. it reminded me like, oh, these are human ass beings. Mm-hmm. Like, they're on TV, and they're, like, having to perform in a certain way, but they are definitely two human-ass beings, and there was very little, like, it felt like there was no, like, coaching going on. Like, she was just, like, letting shit fly, like, I'm obsessed with hot dogs. Yeah. And then... And then... They were playing shuffleboard. She, she, I think, well, she thinks that she's quite the comedian, and... and I think she's hysterical. She said the words, I'm obsessed with hot dogs. She made this joke... There wasn't really a joke as much as it was like, I'm going to address the fact that I am an African-American woman and that you are a white man. And so she just makes this kind of offhand comment. She says, he's like, uh, we're playing shuffleboard or something, something, something. And she says, uh, I'm not playing white boy. Yeah. Uh, and then he laughs. He laughs and he, he does look a little bit uncomfortable, which is like fucking fine. Like the moment passes. Yeah. They're done playing shuffleboard. They're in their swimsuits inexplicably. A rare, like, jump cut for this show. Usually, mm-hmm. they're like, here comes bathing suits. Um, and then she's like, I hope I didn't make you uncomfortable any earlier when I said... Well, no, she says, that's how I knew you were cool. Like, you laughed at my joke. And I was a little nervous I was going to say something like that, but I knew that you were cool. When I called you white boy, and he says, <laughs> I... This is word for word. We're not changing it. I ain't that white. And she, like, good on her, 
because she is <laughs> this is a love competition and if she had put the look on her face that certainly like spread across america like a dark shadow from like the spaceship <laughs> in independence day when it goes over all the major cities uh then she would have been asked to leave immediately because it's like, well, we're done here, aren't we? Because of that thing I just said. Yeah, because all she would have had to do is be like, what do you mean by what that? What do you mean? Hey, hey, Ben. <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? Because anything he said to justify that statement would have made him look like an insane person. The big, or like the biggest racist ever. Yeah. I ain't that white. What the fuck are you talking about? It's Martin Luther King Day. What the <laughs> fuck is wrong with you? You can't say the words, I ain't that white, Ben. Because it's nonsense. It It was... It was unbelievable. It was an unbelievable moment of television that Jubilee handled so gracefully. Like the like the fucking Queen of England. <laughs> um he gives her a rose, says that stuff ha- they had other words after that. They had a they shared a I meal. They broke bread. I don't remember anything that happened after that. Uh I just remember that she got a rose. He he was really digging on her. He seemed a little drunk. Said that he liked that, you know, that she was more herself with him and that she was so strong. That that's when she told her tragic story. And right after she finished, at least if we're to believe the editing of the show, right after she finished telling her tragic story, he gave her a rose. And that was the end of their date. And it, it like the the waves of it of was that very, date. it was a nice date. And I'll say this. Ben's Ben's a tough, tough nut. He's a hard he's a hard guy to read for as a viewer. From your standpoint, Chris Soul is easy to read. No, oh, this guy's just dumb, and he likes yeah. he likes pretty blonde women. Okay, yeah, that's fine. Like I can roll with that. Like I I don't roll with that, but I know what you're doing. I know what you're saying, Ben. I can't I can't crack that nut. But he seemed like he really enjoyed Jubilee's company. He seemed like he really enjoyed oh, Lauren. That B's was company. the other thing. Jubilee kind of called him out a little bit. Was like you seem real nervous all the time. Like she's like when you laughed at my joke, it seemed like a real sincere laugh. But a lot of times you she just did. laugh because yeah. you're supposed to laugh. And I just want you to know you should be left nervous. Yeah, she's like, you seem really tense all the time. And it's like, well, probably he is because he's The Bachelor and he's on TV and he has to like say a bunch of really super dumb shit. Yeah. Not counting. He just said the words, I ain't that white. And he knows he's basically done. So all all that to say, I think when a lot of these women that led the witch hunt against Jubilee watch this episode, they're going to realize like what nutcases they were because we got to see a real nice picture of jubilee that they didn't all they saw was the woman that was stealing their point time let's get to that witch hunt because man like fuck me yeah it's it got it got like i've watched this show a lot now this is some of the most it got so bad like it got so bad to watch yeah and the pinnacle of this is ben walks in at the cocktail yeah so now all the dates are done it's cocktail cocktail party, cocktail party. i don't know if we've talked about the cocktail party and it's important it's it's basically uh uh last chance workout <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. A biggest loser fan <laughs> it is uh it's the uh, immunity challenge i guess in survivor terms or i guess that brief period after the immunity challenge where you're scrambling to secure votes tribal council maybe. Tri- yeah i well, tribal council would be the rose ceremony. Anyway, this is your last chance to like put some FaceTime in, yeah. some QT in with the bachelor or bachelorette. Ben walks in, and sometimes it's like rough because the women like plan their whole week around that shit. Like, I didn't get any dates, but that that cocktail party, I'm going to do it. And then like Chris Harrison walks in, and you're like, oh shit. And Chris Harrison's like, there's no cocktail party. He knows what's up. Sorry, Lucy. It's you. 
Um, that that wasn't the case this week so much. Do you want to say what happened? Yeah. So this has been an episode full of a lot of heavy material. Um, I think Chris actually says when he walks into the ro- to the yeah. cocktail party to get to like summon them for the roast ceremony, he's like, hmm, "Wow, heavy room." Yeah. Yeah, Chris. It's been a week because Ben said I ain't that white. <laughs> We're all still sort of recovering from that, Mister Harrison. Ben comes in, says that he just he found ain't that out. White. He actually doubles back. He's like, I I am that white. I'm I'm not just want to put it on the table, guys. I'm not proud to admit this, but I told a falsehood. <laughs> um he reveals that some of his family friends have just suddenly tragically died that he just found out, and now he's gonna do this cocktail party and he's a little bummed. And that's literally all he says. He doesn't, you know, he didn't yeah. b- belabor it. He was like, I'm just want to let you guys know if I seem a little down tonight, it's because these two friends of mine who were, he said, pillars of the community mm-hmm. where I'm from, I just, just suddenly died. And I literally just found out and I am feeling pretty sad about it. Olivia and all, you know, and all the women are kind of looking at each other saying like, oh, this is terrible. Oh, this is too bad. Galactus is like, can I steal you away? <laughs> <laughs> Olivia pulls him away. And I think, oh, Olivia is going to swoop in because I just thought. Oh, from now on, the whole we're rose ceremony. We were all shouting at the TV, like, hug him, hug him. Somebody hug him. From now on, I thought the whole rose ceremony was going to be about all these women comforting him, you know, and doing it in their own, like, little quirky ways. Yeah. Olivia, all she can think about is the toes and the the comment earlier from the women about her toes. And she pulls him aside and she says, it's really hard for me. Um, I have a lot of insecurities. Um... I hate my ankles and I, it's just, it's, I, I can't, you know, I, it's a little embarrassing, but I just, I can't get past it. And Ben is looking at her and, and it is the biggest missed opportunity I've ever seen. Not just missed, you said the words missed opportunity in reference to what she did. <laughs> well, it is a fucking no, crime despicable. against, yeah. It was despicable. Um, but, I just, I can't figure out how she's so tone deaf. It was incredible. I'm telling you what happened is those women said mean things about her toes yeah. during the group date. And then the group date ended and he said, well, night, night. And did his, her, his special leg touch with her. <laughs> but, and then after he left, she was like, oh shit, I meant to tattle and get some points on the fact that the other women said mean things about me. And then I can get like, uh, you know, I'm being accosted points in Ben's head. And then like, yeah. maybe he'll spend more time with me. Oh shit. Well, next time I see him, I'll make sure to play that card. And then he walked into the room and it was basically fucking peanuts teacher trumpet, like wah, 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 plane crash. <laughs> and she was like, oh, oh, I missed it. What did he say? Anyway, can I steal you away? My toes. Um, yeah. So Olivia, Olivia is not seeming like as much the front runner. I mean, they kind of showed a little bit of that last week. But then this week, it just seemed like she doesn't know how to connect with human beings on a real level. No, she's um, a sociopath. Yeah. We saw Anomalisa earlier today. And I'm just saying there's a lot of connection between Anomalisa, the sociopath puppet movie, and Olivia with that gigantic mouth. It could be the work of puppetry. Wait, are, so are you saying Olivia... Is a stop-motion puppet. Okay. Because that mouth... Is clearly like, I, 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 it's, it's, it's cartoonish in nature, and it moves much like a stop puppet mouth. And, and she doesn't see the individuality of other people. Yes. Okay. But mostly just the mouth puppet thing. Okay. <laughs> I really workshopped it, like my my Doctor Love robot <laughs> ideas. Uh, 
what happens to our girl Jubilee though? So this this is when Jubilee Jubes. Jubes, which is not anything we would call her. This is a name chosen by the I'm other exclusively women. calling her that. <laughs> um she she is is thinking how how can I make sure that Ben feels okay? Because she is somebody that is intimately familiar with tragedy. And so she pulls him aside and gives him a little massage. And the women see this. They know she has a rose and that she's, quote, safe for the night. And they just start, man, they are lighting torches. I don't want to, like, I want to be really careful in this podcast. I love this show. I genuinely do. Mm-hmm. I also think this show gets very, very gross at times. And I don't want to be complicit in that. So I don't want to, like, use language that's, like, de- demeans the women that are on the show. Yeah. And I'm hoping that you or anybody listening to the show will stop me if I start to do that. Yeah. But the only way that I can describe the behavior of these of, of the women, and it wasn't all of them. It was, like, six or seven of them, as they saw Jubilee giving been a massage is vulture like yeah. because like one of them saw through the bushes jubilee giving been a massage and was like you gotta come over here look what he's doing and then the group kept growing like that like yeah. hey hey you gotta get over here and see what he's doing it's cr- johnny get over here check this out amber get over here you gotta see what he's like yeah everybody and then all of a sudden it was literally a small crowd of people watching what would otherwise be a fairly intimate moment yeah. and then one of them actually i, I was joking during the massage like this would be a funny thing if, like, somebody walked up and was like, hey, can I steal him away from this massage you're giving him because his friends just died? And then somebody literally yeah. actually does it. And then from that moment on, Jubilee is persona non grata. Yeah. And and because... They do it in the grossest way, too. And they are so righteous in their condemnation of her that they want to force a confrontation. So Jubilee gets pulled away. She's sitting off by herself. Yeah. She's sitting off by herself, kind of wrapped in a shawl. And Amber's like, come on, come talk to us. And she's like, I'm not going to do the girl talk. And Amber's like, no, 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 we need to talk to you. And And she's like, no, I'm not going to get involved in this. Jubilee immediately knows what's up and knows that she doesn't have to do anything, which is rare on this show. I feel like a lot of times people get bullied into these big confrontations. They still try to because Amber's like, all right, well, I guess we're going to come to her. And then she went back to the group. She's like, she's making us come to her. And all the women are like, ugh. She's not making you do fucking anything, you fucking horrible, horrible people. I don't even know how that conversation would have gone. What would they have done? What would they have done? You shouldn't massage a man who just found out his friends died if you already have a rose. that's literally yeah. all they have to go on. It's yeah, fucking right. horse apples, garbage, bullshit, child town. Yeah. It's kindergarten fucking garbage dumpster shit. Yeah. It's sewer kindergarten. <laughs> it's a preschool baby diapers. It's the opposite of Superwater Zero. It's the opposite of our sponsor, Superwater Zero. <laughs> it's fucking ridiculous. So Jubilee, like, just, like, dips. Goes does up, the great shawl toss. Does the great shawl. Oh, amazing, Amber, amazing maneuver. Amber tries to actually, grab her shoulder, and she just lets that shawl drop and just walks away and is like, nope. It's like in Home Alone when the wet bandits like grab Kevin McAllister's jacket and he just like Wriggles. pulls out of the jacket <laughs> yeah. and runs off. It was some dope shit. That was a, that was a professional, I'm going to say it. That was probably like dope ass military maneuver. <laughs> so she. If ISIS grabs your shawl, just like leave the shawl and dip. <laughs> Get out of there. Distraction <laughs> tactic. So Jubilee like goes upstairs, like sequesters herself. It's like, I'm not doing this. And Ben sees the hubbub. And says to the camera, I'm responsible for the feelings in this house. The feelings and emotions of this house. It's <laughs> the most like paternalistic thing I have ever seen. This season on The Stepdad. <laughs> it was like, 
It's like a real seventh heaven moment yeah. where it's just like, these women are upset. I'm going to figure out what, you know, how I can fix everything. So goes up to talk to Jubilee. Jubilee is not really throwing anybody under the bus. She's just kind of like, hey, something's happening. There's like, like some drama and they're like trying to pull me into it because like I already have a rose and I rubbed you. Amber. And fucking bursts Amber. into the bathroom and feels like now is the time to call Jubilee out in front of Ben. And it's like, we just wanted to have a conversation with you. And she's like, I don't want to have a fucking conversation with you. And she's like, we just wanted to tell you when you got on the date in the helicopter and you said, did anybody else want to go on the date? That like offended us. And Ben is like, hey, Amber, (laughs) what the fuck are you talking about? She's she was clearly joking. You lunatic. And I like that shit. And Amber's like, oh. Boy, I sure am glad I already have a rose this week, or else I would be gone skis. Yeah. I forgot that she's she gone skis next rose. week. Yeah, because I was like, "There's no way she's." It was fucking. Thing. It was. It was ridiculous. And it, somebody made the point. I forget who said it. That it, of our of our posse that watches the show, that Amber was behaving more like a producer of the show because it's her yeah. second go around. She like knows how things work, and so she was like talking to another contestant more like a producer. But you're not. You've got yeah. a rose, but that doesn't mean that like you get to drop this behind the scenes knowledge on people. And Ben like Ben Ben shut her down and 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 stood by Jubilee. Um it was a man. It's interesting and when we were watching Griffin's like the whole show has changed now because the show is about gameplay and it's about getting time and it's about stealing him away. That's why we have all the rules that we do. But it really became clear like they have totally forgotten that they're just trying to get to know this guy better. And they are now obsessed yeah. with fairness and, and what is and isn't correct. When I when I said all the women in the house are terrible earlier, I want to amend that statement. Because first of all, it was hateful. It came from a place of hate. Uh, it, it, it is literally just because I, I mentioned Lauren B. and Jubilee, like, oh, they had some nice moments with Ben. As of this moment... That's it. Those are the well, only two people who have even tried to get to know him remember, or vice there versa. Was, there was a group on the couch that saw Jubilee and, and said, you know, it seems like they're trying to gang up on and her. And then they, they were, everybody on that couch was really great about going up to Jubilee and supporting her, except they well, didn't. They yeah, didn't do fucking true. anything. It's, 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 it, at the, susp- you, watching the show, you have to suspend some disbelief and you have to think like, at the very least, this, television show that we're all shooting together is gonna be a whole lot more comfortable if we fucking get to know each other a little bit like forget forget to make friends griffin no 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 no. i'm not even talking about the the different contestants with each other although that has to happen because it's like prison yeah you're locked in with them for eight weeks you got to talk about something yeah some friendships blossom from that and that's beautiful and perfect like uh carly and jade from bachelor in paradise the best friendship maybe of all time. Mm-hmm. Uh, like that's going to happen. I'm talking about like Ben and the contestants, but that's like not what it is at all. I'm not even talking about idealistic. Like they got to get to know each other so they can fall in love and get married. I'm talking about from a television production backstage behind the scenes standpoint, you're going to talk to this person a bunch on this television show. You're all collaborating on. You should at least ask him like where his fucking family is from. Yeah. But it's not that. It's just time and points and scores and touchdowns, which maybe maybe that's their angle. Like, they're trying to make it something that Ben can understand, which is sports yeah. measurement. <laughs> but it's still like, man, it's it was a it was an eye-opening episode. Well, and it's week three, Third right? Third week, yeah. 
Yeah. And there just seems to be this desperation already. Just like, a, well, I know who he is and what he likes and it's not me and it's her and I don't know why it's her. And it, it's it's three weeks. Some of them have not even spent any alone time with him yet. Which is crazy because he's trimmed a lot of, oh, yeah. I almost said fat, but that's bad. He's trimmed a lot of grass. He's cut a lot of, he's, he's yanked out a lot of weeds that were doing nothing for the soil. And there's still a lot of weeds. It's, it's not a good season. It is not a good crop to continue the arboreal metaphors. Yeah. It's so, not. So Lace, it's entertaining. It's an entertaining crop. Let's talk about Lace. Um, what's tough say? She broke my heart. She kind of ties a nice bow around the evening because all of this stuff is going on. Ben has just finished comforting Jubilee. He comes downstairs. Everybody's exhausted. You can tell they're just ready for the night to be done. Lace comes in from, what is it, stage left? Stage right? I don't know. She swoops in like a fighter pilot. There's one of those ejector seat pits in the floor (laughs) that she like pops up out of. She like zeroes in on him, says, can I talk to you for a second? All the women had sat down, like waiting for him to like deliver his his farewell address. Yeah. It's like, oh, great. Lace is going to do another one of her like, I don't know who I am speeches. And she starts to give that speech. She starts to say, hey, you know, I just I really am having a hard time. I don't like the way that I've been. And she's like, I really feel like, you know, I. I just need to, you know, I need to learn to like myself. It's like, it's like my tattoo says. <laughs> Which is the best. It's just the best. It's like my tattoos. It's like that ink on my body forever says. And her tattoo basically says, if you don't love yourself, how the hell are you going to love it? Well, you added else? the hell because we were watching a lot of RuPaul's Drag Race, like a lot, a lot, a lot of RuPaul's Drag Race. But basically she has a quote from RuPaul t- tattooed on her body. If you can't love yourself, how the hell are you going to love anybody else? Can I get an amen? <laughs> it's time to lip sync for your life. Bring back my girls. <laughs> I would love. Come on, girl. What if the women Puts that were. Basing your walk. Head to toe. <laughs> Let your whole body talk and work. What? What if. That was great, by the way. Thank you. What if the women that were about to get eliminated got to lip sync for their life? <gasps> And then oh, they would get a We've rose. talked about this watching RuPaul's Drag Race, yes. which is now we, the second time we've talked about this in two consecutive episodes. We think all reality shows should end with a lip sync for your life in which people that are about to go home have a last chance to compete and yes. give, give the best performance they've ever given. Specifically lip syncing yeah. to like amazing like Donna Summers, like fucking killer, killer tracks. But anyway, Lace, Lace says... You know, I think I need to learn to love myself. I think it'd be easier for me to go home, which I thought was a big manipulation, was a big beg me to stay, Ben. No, but she then, seemed completely But yeah, defeated. but then she's like, so I'm just going to go. And she walks she out. Leaves, she's which is done. A big minus 20 points yeah. for Griffin and Rachel. If a contestant chooses to leave, that's like it's the, the worst, worst thing. It's the worst possible thing that can happen in our league. And that happened to us. Yeah. Hence our three points this season. This 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 episode. Um. Anything else happened? We lost well, Jami. We talk about Lauren H's awful comment about the soccer moms. Yeah, I don't know if fucking, I want to do it or not. I don't want to dig into it. But Lauren H, who was also on our team, but we dropped like as soon as she said this about Jubilee, and it was one of the worst. Like there was some, there was some shady shit said about Jubilee for her like innocuous jokes. That again, we have outlined literally all of them on this podcast. Her saying, like, does anybody else want to go on this date because she's scared of helicopters? And they're not Playing even cool. jokes. They're just kind of like comments to comments try and, like, to like yeah, lighten the things. Yeah. Uh, she said, like, 
Jubilee just seems so full of herself, and I, I just don't think a person like that is in it for the long haul, and I don't see how the other soccer moms are going to get along with somebody like Jubilee. I was like, that's really, really fucked up, Lauren H. You can't yeah. just say shit like that, Lauren H. It's like this insider talk, you know, of like a like me and the women, we know, we know how it works, but Jubilee, she doesn't understand and like she won't be able to fit in with Ben's world. It just it just sounded racist. It's coded like bullshit. Yeah, yeah. It fucking sucks. I mean, they didn't say I'm not that white, which is undecoded. <laughs> I it's, ain't that white, oh which is so much worse god, than I'm so not that fucking white. Fucking bad. Oh my god, Ben. Ako taco. Ako Taco Benjamin. <laughs> you, you've slain. The only other thing I have written down is that at the end of the rose ceremony, Olivia is one of the last people to get a rose, but she feels like it's okay because it's another secret love code. Because message. Ben gives her like a little waist squeeze at the end of the rose ceremony, and she thinks, "Well, he can't give me everything all the time." And that was just his little symbol saying, "Hey, I see you." And it's she is she is working hard to keep her fantasy going. She's keeping our fantasy going now because she's on our team. Yeah, we, we had to re- <laughs> We reached our redraft period uh, where once there are no more, not enough women for people to draft after a rose ceremony where everybody loses somebody, we all cut down our, our teams mm-hmm. to two people. So now we got Lauren B., the flight attendant, my fave, mm-hmm. not my fave, but my current like expected winner, and Olivia, yeah. who's going to get us like so many bad girl points and is going to be in every moment of every date she's on. Rachel didn't like the... You wanted to stay with Lauren H. No, I didn't want to stay with Lauren H. I didn't want to give up when you get one switch. You get one switch where you can drop one and player and pick up another one. I didn't want to give that one. up now. I feel like there's still some women we don't know anything about. No. So, you, so get by, like, you get like nine weeks of this show. By it's giving week- up our one switch and taking Olivia, who we know isn't going to go all the way, I just feel like that's a gamble. I think she's going to go fucking far. I think she's going to make it to Final Four. Really? I'll put a bet right now on After the podcast. After she talked about her cankles? Yeah. Because Ben noticed and he wanted to say something about it, but then she <laughs> put the tiger on the table and yelled at it. Oh, man. Maybe he's got a thing for big mouths. And huge, weird cankles and crazy toes. We, we, I don't think we even saw her toes. I or like her to cankles. Know. No, I'm just saying. I would like, like to know what that's about. Show I, me those toes, Bachelor. Show me those toes. <laughs> show me those, Bachelor. Bachelor, show me those toes. Bachelor, bachelor, plebes. Plebes, bachelor, show me them toes. Are you gonna bachelor, Are you gonna keep doing this bachelor, until I bachelor, bachelor, plebes, I need to see those cozies. <laughs> um so uh Shosh goes home tonight. Shoshana, Shoshana, whatever. Jami goes home. Jami went home and of course we lost lace. And lace. That's Johnny, it. I like. Johnny was laying down some realness also that I enjoyed. Um, and she was wearing a, uh, no, Shoshana was wearing that, that romper. You know, yeah. I like a good romper. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, <sighs> this was a lot to take in in one week. I really promise we're going to do a 30 minute episode someday. But these episodes, I don't know how. Are, these episodes have been fucking. In case there's still somebody listening to our show that doesn't watch The Bachelor, it is a two-hour event. It's a two-hour event, but usually it's like formulaic to a fault, which is yeah. a person goes on a date, 
the rest of the women talk shit about the woman that's on the date. The woman comes back, talks about her date, go on a group date. Yeah. Some dumb, dumb, dumb shit happens in the group date. Yeah. They all get together after the group date. If someone gets a rose of that one, there's another solo date. It's also very boring. Yeah. And by the end of those three dates, you get an idea of who the front runners are. And then there's a, ro- a, a cocktail party. And then there's a rose ceremony. And then everybody, you know, whoever hasn't made the most progress at the front. It's very much like a race, right? Like, these people are getting the most screen time. They have the most connections. They're the furthest in the race. They're going to get the roses. And it continues that way to the end. And sometimes you get an interesting character. This season has just been, like, completely devoid of any, like, connection. But also, like, everybody's more obsessed with the game of The Bachelor than I've ever seen. That's definitely true. And it's made it, like, a weird thing to watch. Yeah. And it's made me feel kind of gross about definitely gamifying it. No, I know. Thing that we do, and I maybe only feel gross because they're playing the game harder than we are. Like it, yeah. It's uncomfortable. Well, we have no agency in the game aside from the draft, but we are in fifth of five place right now with our team. Yeah, uh, fourth place has I think seventy seven points. We are sitting at thirty. Thirty points. It is very very bad. <laughs> um, so maybe that's why I feel bad about the game. Um, I don't feel better. I think we got a winning team now, but um, it's a weird season, man. It's a yeah. weird season. It's a weird season considering that I think Ben is very boring, aside from, like, the race. Like, you know, I actually feel like I was real hard on him after episode one. Yeah. Episode three, I feel like he became more He also of got drunk. Being. We didn't talk about yeah, that. Yeah, he seemed pretty drunk. And he seemed like somebody who was really just trying to have a good time and get to know people. And, and he seemed to have interests and opinions. And how not white he is. That I can't. I'm with you. He said some stuff that made him seem vaguely human-like with like some level of nuance. He literally said, I ain't that white. I ain't that white. I ain't. Uh, Me? (laughs) What, me white? Ain't that much of it. The whiteness, I mean, in me, Ben. This is actually also the first season where it seems like women of color might actually make it past episode four. Or people of color. And The Bachelorette, like, it doesn't... Yeah. They, they, it just doesn't happen. It doesn't happen. Yeah. And and that's not saying anything about the people that are Bachelor or Bachelorette. I'll say it about the people who are Bachelor or Bachelorette. That's more saying things about the producers, I yeah, think. Yeah, it's definitely the casting. Like, yeah. Just in, 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 in terms of, like, numbers, like, Caitlin's season, I think there were only... Two or three yeah. people of color in the in the contestants, and it was it, I mean compared to the ocean of of whiteness that those 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 three ships were sailing on, like it's it's kind of hard where, to rise where above. literally this season two women are twins, and I keep forgetting which one they are because all the women look so similar. You can't even tell who the twins are inside no. of the larger pool no. of non twins. I can't. <laughs> What's up with these 16 twins? I know. It's the biggest group of twins I've ever seen. They should have a word for when there's more than two of them. <laughs> this isn't this is insane. Uh I think that's our show. I think that's our show. It really uh, it really was like it's some gross shit happened and I want to really hammer that home. Some genuinely upsetting television happened, but I'm so like the whole work 
is so fascinating. It was yeah. a fascinating episode. It really as was. As a fan of the game of, of uh, not the game, as a fan of the show, Bachelor and Bachelorette, the, the way that these, it's like this season of Survivor we just watched that was uh, sec- Second Chance. Yeah. And it was like returning players of the, yeah. of the Survivor that came back and all of them that played the game. It's maybe the best season of Survivor that has ever been. And if you, if you watch Survivor and like fell off, get back on for this season. If you've never watched it, watch it. Incredible. It's, it's fucking the best ever. It kind of feels like that a little bit, and that all of these women are like playing the game of Bachelor but I mean, so that hard. Happens every season. Like that's the thing. Nothing necessarily that happened tonight has not ever. It's not unprecedented. I disagree in the sense that yes. In past seasons, there are those women who are like, I'm not getting enough FaceTime, and it's all about that FaceTime, so I'm going to go talk to him. Yeah. Now it is like, if one woman goes and gets FaceTime, every other woman in the house comes together as if they are at, like an officiating panel yeah. of the, of they, like they are, that was different. in addition to the contestants, they are also self-judging the rules that they have made up in their minds for how The Bachelor is supposed to be quote unquote played and if you are if there's a single infraction on those rules like jubilee had by massaging him after finding out that his friends died then you are you have you have broken the rules and you deserve to be disqualified you shouldn't be here you'll never get along with the soccer moms well yeah no that's true there's a pack mentality that's like never existed before think about like courtney or kelsey or or these women that that were not well liked by the other women on the but show. But they were heels. They were like, they, to, to use a wrestling term, they were like absolutely heels, like so absolutely you're just engineered. Because Jubilee's decent, it's different. It's not just Jubilee being decent. It's happened a couple times in this season already, and we're on episode three. Yeah. Where if you play outside of, I don't know what the rule, I want to, I want to watch the behind the scenes where the council of, of elders gets together and decides like, we get five minutes, no touching, no kissing. Like I want to know what the rules it are that possible. people keep stepping on. One thing I want to I want to be like conscious of is it is possible that there was a producer that pulled Amber aside and says, "Amber, why don't you go?" I mean, that's the factor that we could say that about literally anything we talk. I know. We it's say just, it's worth a producer mentioning. walked up to Ben in the hot time and was like, "Hey, hey, hey, I have a really dope thing that I want you to say. I really want you to say, I ain't that white. Those <laughs> words exactly don't fucking change it at all. You gotta say that. You gotta Ben, Benji, Benji." Yeah, I just I think it's worth mentioning every once in a while because you can kind of get caught up in the conspiracy of the show. And I just think it's worth saying, hey, there's a lot of people pulling strings. I believe that. I also believe that I am a good enough judge of of like character and also of this show at this point when a person is like being a real ass person, which is so rare. Yeah. So very, very, very rare. Like. I I can I feel like I can tell that too, and it I guess it makes it all the worse when it's like this person's just like trying to have a real conversation with this person. Mm-hmm. Take away the the construct of the show that this person that they are like having a polite human interaction with, mm-hmm. and then like sixteen other people are just like trying to fucking dunk on them. Yeah, it's it's really weird, and it makes it hard to like root for literally any of the donkeys. A lot of donkeys. <laughs> I think this episode was particularly bad. I don't think it'll continue. When is that two-on-one twin date going to happen, though? Yeah, we got rid of our twin on our fantasy team. Yeah, we yeah we did. It we, didn't seem like a winning proposition for us. <laughs> because that's going to be the two-on-one. 
How is that not going to be the two-on-one? Yeah. That's going to be the two-on-one. And they teased something as much for the next episode. It was one of the twins. I'm assuming it was one of the twins. (laughs) (laughs) Talking to the camera saying, like, I knew this was going to happen, but this is so much worse. And I'm assuming that's her referencing, hey, they're gonna, he's going to pick one of us. Do you think they could do that? And Obviously, that is why they cast these twins. Obviously, it's why those twins are still around. Obviously, there's going to be a two-on-one. Obviously, that's going to be like one of the bullet points for this season when the season's over. Like, oh, fuck. Do you remember the two-on-one with the twins? Oh, my God. Yeah. Like, obviously, they are trying to uh, engineer that moment. Do you think there's any way that they can handle that tastefully? Is there any way that they can be like, Ben like rolls up and is like, listen, you're sisters. Obviously, I can't date both of you at once. That's insanity. So let's just like have a good time. And at the end of it, I'll figure out who I like more and we'll they just like to roll with it. Separate themselves. I think there's a way to do it and that they are two people. I don't and know. have different interests. I don't know anything about both of them. Yeah. Except I know. that they're related and they wicked every look week. the same. So I've been saying every week, why don't they try and differentiate themselves? But in that sense, and to build on your everyone's a twin theory, I don't know anything about anybody (laughs) here except for the women who have solo dates. And even then, like, I still don't know that much. Kaila 001, all I know about her is she's some sort of bioorganism. Software. She sells software. That's fucking nothing. Have we talked about the fact that if she's a robot and sells software? She's self-propagating and she has to be fucking stopped? Dr. Love, flip the kill switch. It's the ethical thing to do. (laughs) Hippocratic Oath, do no harm. You've gone too far. You must be stopped. Third law of robotics, shut her down. Shut her down. Shut her down. Um, Name something, name things you know, name bachelorettes or bachelor contestants that you know shit about right now. Jubilee, last iron bloodline, military veteran, funny, charming, great. Lauren B., cute as a button. Flight attendant. Flight attendant. She wants to meet her Ben's. That's all I need to know is that you actually like that person. I will substitute that fact for any facts about yourself. Olivia has cankles. Well, no. I think Olivia said she, there were blog posts when she was like anchoring about her cankles. Oh, yeah. I forgot that she was an anchor. That's why. Yeah, because she was saying people on the internet have said this. And I was like, how, how did that happen? I don't doubt it. And like, that sucks. And I get it. But like, you're on The Bachelor now. This is big leagues. Um, literally, that's all I can think of. Like, Shoshana went home, and I was bummed. I was like, oh, not Shoshana. And I was like, wait, what the fuck do I care? I don't know anything about Shoshana. Yeah. She's got a cool name. That's it. She spoke a lot of Russian. She wore a romper. She spoke Russian. Cool. That's nothing. <laughs> it's nothing. It's nothing. It's just nothing. It's just nothing. I knew more about Lace, and she's gone now. Yeah. I want to make a connection. Maybe I'm just frustrated. I know they get to this shit eventually, but like, damn. I know. We may be putting a lot of pressure on the first three weeks. Maybe we're misremembering how quickly you get to this stuff. Yeah, I guess so. Just damn. I know. Let's wrap it up. Next week will be better. Next week will be better. Um, God, 55 minutes again. I can't believe it. (laughs) Uh, Thanks for listening. Uh, I think we're going to get this on a podcast feed. This will probably be the first episode up on a podcast feed. I'll probably put this one up on SoundCloud tomorrow on Tuesday just so we can get it up quickly. But then I'll convert all this to a podcast feed. And we'll have a podcast feed. And we'll make sure to let you guys know where that lives. Um, so you can subscribe to it in your podcatcher. What are we going to do when Bachelor is over? Bip. I mean, we'll just be two married people that live together and are in love. That's a shitty podcast. Well, we don't have to record it. I know this is unfamiliar to the McElroys, but you don't have to record every reaction you have to everything. I crushed this vitamin water series. Mm-hmm. You see that? How much did I drink?
there's 2.5 servings per container. Can we talk about this? What's the deal with, like, if I buy a bottle of Superwater Zero, there can't be 2.5 servings. In- oh, Rachel's leaving. Thanks for listening to Rosebuddies, everybody. Now back to my diatribe. There can't be 2.5 servings of a container inside of a single bottle a bottle of Superwater Zero. Bye, everybody. Zero. There can't be. It's one serving. It's a single bottle. It's contained. It comes in a six-pack. They They don't call it a... What a fifteen pack? Is that what it would be? It's just, it's 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 people get real. The signs are out there. Pay attention. They're they're killing us with all the sugar and the fat in our food. Don't even start me. Don't even get. Don't even start me about GMOs. Stay with us on this journey of joy. Spoiler alert. She ends up with Soldier Boy. Right Reese's. Right Reese's. Can't be real.